From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pinta Florian, in a Luwaroo and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Embley. From the greatest city in the world and across the mighty state of WA, it's time for Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Tuesday down, another pod. Welcome to you, Andrew Embley yes. and producer Robbie. Hello, Welcome, guys. Great team. show. Yeah, you had your wife in today, Robbie. Yes, geez, I can't Very get away nice. from work no matter where I go, can hey. I? <laughs> When you walked in too and you saw your wife too, like the way that you guys just, um, you know, your Embrace, eyes just, yeah. they just didn't leave each other. Oh, it was, the it was spark is still well and truly alive. Yeah, yeah. It's about a year you, and a half and, yeah, that spark, you're right, it's still alive. I love yeah. that for you. How do you keep that good. spark alive? Yeah, asking for a friend. Yeah, oh, Just do a lot of dishes. Yeah, <laughs> no, Housework. I won't be doing that. <laughs> a lot of dishes. <laughs> that does not sound fun. Hey, your wife was in though speaking about Own the Dream and yes. we gave our Russia, our family, Yep. A chance to enter uh, for a team of four to potentially win $30,000 towards a purchase of a racehorse. Mm. Um, all they had to do was come up with the racehorse name yep. using Embers and Katie. Yeah. Some we, good names. We've had some great names yeah. in there, actually. That was a bit of fun. I was actually very worried because it started off slow and then callers just streamed I think in. what happened was we, uh, and actually not we, um, Katie Lamb really did not solicit well and <laughs> did not set it up at all. And so once... I actually explained it a bit better a bit later. I think they just started going, oh, that's really easy. And yeah. we just did that very well. And they started calling through. Yeah, no, that's true. Again. People yeah. do look for you for clarification. That's so true. <laughs> hey, there was actually one more that came through. I think it was Matt from Morley. It's quite an X-rated one. Yep. It was called Katie's Double Embers. <laughs> <laughs> Make it that what you will. I'm it took a sec to think. sink in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. double embers. There you go. <laughs> Do you get it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the face one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, my, my face. My face. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Do you want yeah. to explain to that or is that too X-rated for the pod? No, you just got to support it. So when you're actually cheering your horse and you're going, <laughs> My face. <laughs> oh, yuck. You boys. Come oh, on, Aussies. Come on. Come, <laughs> come on. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things off the socials today, guys. Embers, yeah. you're going to be very happy with this. So yeah. Julie from Lockridge, remember her from yesterday? She won the Dyson in Zade Michelle have lost their shit. Yes, that's right. Um, no excuse not to uh, use a Dyson, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> hey, careful, Embers. Careful. There. Wow. Yeah. Um, You'll be very happy with this. She's got a special way of remembering the numbers on the board for Lost Their Shit, right? All right, yep. She um, remembers footy players' names. Okay. And what was behind number 32? Embers, the yeah. Dyson. The Dyson, there you go. So she was very there happy with go. that. Yeah. So she remembered Embers. Yeah, so you won her the Dyson. There oh, you go. That mm. took me a while. I was just trying to figure Sorry. that one out there. It was really badly explained. <laughs> it was <But> horribly <laughs> explained. I was thinking, so was Embers behind the 32? Someone else was like, has she won the Dyson or a date with Andrew Embers? Yeah. <laughs> um, both just one as bad two. as each other. Yeah. yeah, good one. You just you might sit over there for a while. Uh, we've got this, uh, Robbie. <laughs> I've Katie, got a better one. <laughs> I've got something better for you. Oh, redeem yourself. Yeah, yeah, love yeah, it. Go, so. go, go. So I'm calling this the Rush Hour Jury. Yeah. Uh, got a bit of an audio there, mm-hmm. Katie. Uh, you might remember this guy. I think it was last week. Could have been the week before mm-hmm. from Wine for a Wine. Oh, I'll tell you what's getting on my goat. Mm. Been down to Margaret River for a couple of days. Visited a few breweries. Yep. What's with breweries? 
building playgrounds for children. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Mick, oh, Mick. Enjoy a nice beer. <laughs> and there's bloody kids running around everywhere making noise. Like, if I want to drink beer and listen to children play, I'll buy a six-pack and park my car out the front of the school at least. <laughs> That's one of the old Mickey time Mickey goes whack. <laughs> Mickey goes whack. That was a good whack, whack wasn't hey, it? And you know what? Fair play. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Real like, fair I play. Don't yeah. Like, I hate to go into like restaurants and stuff and there are children just screaming. It's like, oh, for crying Mickey out loud. Mickey clearly hasn't got kids, though. No, 100%. Because I can assure you, once you do have kids, You're just there's nothing to, better yeah, than going to the pub oh. with the kids. Oh, you leave them at the playground well, and just go straight you know, it depends. There's always sort of a few places where you can sort of let them run around. On the road. That's why it's really important that actually if you do build a pub, you know, you can't really get the kids in there. You build a nice park right across the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. You know, the adults can win. Uh, yeah. The kids can win. <laughs> and then hopefully one of the kids can drive you home later. You know, back in the day, it's like your parents just used to let you go and play at the park, you know, down mm. the road. They're at the pub and you're all mm. like, I don't know, 10. Nowadays, it's like that's you can't do that these days, right? Well, you can't leave your kids in the park. Y- yeah, like without being able to like see them because it's like there's just so many creeps around. And there weren't creeps children. around back then? Well, there were, but like I feel like there's, there's more, just creeps more creeps now. You reckon? Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe our parents just didn't care enough about us. <laughs> <laughs> parents are, Off you go, Katie. Come on. <laughs> so there's a reason I brought up that guy, by the way, yeah. and yep. calling it Rush Hour Jury, yep. is because that guy's name's Mick Nevin, and I got an email from him today. So I'm going to let you have the power of saying yes or no. All right. Yep. Stand up comedian. He's got a fringe show, <gasps> and he wants to come on the show. Yay! Oh, yeah. Yay! Nevin. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he was a very good talent. On. Yeah, let's get him on for sure. Definitely. Cool. I wish you could do Judy thing. You can talk about uh, <laughs> his thoughts on kids <laughs> and playgrounds. <laughs> and playgrounds. <laughs> Sounded very suspicious. Oh, let's get out of here before yeah, I get myself get in a bit of trouble. <laughs> Bye. Own the Dream is an award-winning competition created by Racing Wager in Western Australia that provides prospective owners an insight into the WA racing industry, plus a chance to win a share in a racehorse. Now, joining us in studio to talk all about it is the host and ambassador, Alana McLean. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Hey, guys. Alana, welcome. Tell us about this owning your own horse and you actually don't have to put any money in. Yeah, sign me up. This is the best competition that you can get involved in. I mean, I'm uh, sorry to the Triple M and the promos department or whatever. This is the competition (laughs) that you want to get involved in. If we had a budget of Triple M, we could actually come up with this idea ourselves. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for coming and sharing it with us. All right, so tell us everything because I'm not a horsey person. Embers is very horsey. Correct. Um, And I want to know more about this. Okay, so basically what this is, it's an amazing initiative that basically Basically, if you've ever thought about, I would love to get involved in owning a racehorse somehow, but I just have no idea how to go about it. Yeah, that's me. This is the competition for you. So basically, you sign up with a team of four people. You come along to four events, which give you a really good education into everything that goes on in regards to owning a racehorse. So everything from looking at a yearling, that's a baby horse, and what to look for to pick a good one out at the sales, to understanding how they race, what's involved with the training, the costs involved and then basically at the end of it some team wins a $30,000 share in a racehorse. And do they get to actually name the racehorse as well or be part of that process? Absolutely because it's going to be your horse so you basically can choose your own horse from the sales with the $30,000 that you can put towards one so and and every team that enters still gets a $1,500 voucher so there are no losers 
in this competition, so which is good. so good. How do they choose the team that wins? So what does the team have to do or is it just random? Okay, so you come along to all the events and mm-hmm. you get tokens that go into a barrel, which basically at the end we draw out the winners. So ah, there's like, a, like the lotto. Correct. Like the Powerball. Mm. So you've got to be in it to win it. But a $10,000 prize uh, pack for third place, 15000 for second, oh. and that top prize, $30,000 to put towards a racehorse. And members, you would know this because you're involved in horses. But sometimes it's not an expensive horse that can be the winner. Absolutely. You can mm-hmm. look at uh, horses. Like, for example, they had the Magic Million sales over in Queensland just recently at the Gold Coast. Uh, some horse went for $2.6 million. Yeah. Winx, for example, 10 mm. years ago went for $250,000. Yeah, so, right. like, okay. you can have a look at the best breeding. The page looks amazing. But there might be something between the ears with this horse that you pay $2.6 million compared to a horse that you might find for sixty grand yes. that actually wins you a couple of million dollars. Well, that's in fairness. That's mm. one of the biggest success stories from Own the Dream. So a little speedy feeling, Mia Gusto, uh, trained by Adam yep. Durant, who you would know. But the team used this $1,500 consolation prize to put towards it uh, and has won almost two hundred grand in prize money. Oh, yeah. I won two hundred grand in prize money. Mate, you're See? on that here. <laughs> Why don't we? Why don't we see if we can do? Because I'm certainly not. Hang on a minute. I just had a chat to HR there. Um, Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. So, how how do you enter? Okay, so you've got to get online tonight because registrations close at midday tomorrow. So, I mean, maybe even get out of the office early, get working on this, get a team together, put your submission in. Ownthedreamwa.com.au. That's where you need to go and put your submission in. And only forty teams are going to get selected. So, you know, make sure you put a bit of Get in very the, quick. Midday tomorrow. Wow. Okay. All right. So should we 40... go in? Maybe Can we, we go do in? It. We should see Can if we, we go it? in. Can I we... wonder if I'm allowed to host it and be in it. Yeah, that's Yeah, good. well, that could be a little bit, And you know... the winner is, uh, you wouldn't believe it, uh, <laughs> a little bit of an upset. Embers and Katie from the Rush Hour have just won a uh, <laughs> uh, $30,000 yeah. share yeah. and McLean as well. <laughs> and just talking about uh, you... Mrs. McLean. Yes. All right. Yeah. So a lot of people wouldn't know this, but your husband, <laughs> Robbie, is the producer of our show. Oh. oh, and when you walked in today, I tell you what, the way you two just looked at each other, I'm thinking, oh, oh save, it, love. save it for tonight, you two. There was love. It was quite interesting because yeah. um, obviously I knew you were coming in and there's an adorable photo of you and Robbie on the um, booklet that Robbie handed us. And I just thought that, I don't know, maybe you guys were business partners. Or yeah, <laughs> we're business partners. We're a yes. lot of partners. Yeah. There's a lot of partnership going on. Wow, well, very funny. I will tell you this, though. We did a radio show together and most people... People hate their co-host, but we took it the other way. <gasps> so that's how we got so you together. You guys actually met on air. Yes, yes, that is amazing. Just like you guys here today. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, there's, there's hope for both of us. <laughs> yeah. If, if my partner leaves me and your and partner, partner leaves you and yeah. you decide that you want to cross over. Cross, cross to the other team. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then oh, you can wait for that. You can own the racehorse together and oh, you can, there you, you know, go. whatever. There oh, you go. I think being co-hosed with Embers is enough for me, to be fair. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm hearing you. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling's mutual. Owning the dream and living the dream. Oh, Every that's day. Right. All right. Well, how about we put it out to our callers, one triple three five three. If you want to get a team together for Own the Dream. Like a rush hour team. A rush hour team. Can we do this? You can do it. I've been given the green light. So one triple three five three. We'll take four callers, and you just need to give us the most creative name for a horse. So how you normally name a racehorse? Mm-hmm. You think of something creative that combines the mum, which is the Dan, yep. and the sire, which is the father, and you combine them together. So I want you, rush our listeners have a think about your most creative name for 
Embers and Katie. There you go. What would your Embers baby? The sire, Katie the dam. What would your foal be called? Katie yes. dam. Katie dam. Katie dam lamb. All right, I love what it. What about Embers? Is not in that though. <laughs> one triple unlucky. One triple three five three. If you want to get a team together for own the dream, give us a call. It's Robbie, producer Robbie, you've come in. You've got a, a name for us, guys. I just wanted to throw one out there before yep. all the callers jump on board. Don't worry about Mark McGowan. What about Daniel? Lamb Drews. <laughs> Daniel Landrews. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. Good, Robbie. Oh, good. good. I don't think he's very popular, though, Daniel Landrews. But good by you. I thought I was going to get booed out. That's great. Very good. Back no, to the I phones. Like that. Quick, get back to the phones. Uh, right. Let's get to them quickly because they're all lining up. Sammy's in South Frio. Sammy, what's your racehorse using Embers and Katie? G'day, crew. Uh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on that dirty McFlirty, that's for sure. But uh, anyway, I want to give uh, Embers a bit of a roasting, so I'm going to say lamb on the spit. <laughs> Is that giving him a roasting or me? Well, you don't, you don't know, you know. You can take it either way. Where does, it, where does Embers come into that? Well, yeah, he's last, that's for sure. <laughs> all right. Yes, well, nice one, Sammy. We'll consider that maybe. <laughs> um, all right, Tracy is in Warmbra. Tracy, what's your racehorse name using Embers and Katie? Hi, hi, hi guys. Hi. First of all, like, love your, sex, like, your radio show, love it. Oh, and thanks, Tracy. Definitely love, a pu- definitely love a pump, so really keen on this one. Yep. I think the perfect name, Katembers Fire. Say it again. Katemba, so K-A-T-E-M-B-E-R-S, yep. fire. Katemba's fire. I yeah. like it. Yes. Just perfect blend. Katemba's fire. Katemba's fire. That sounds good. It sounds yes. quick. It sounds like it's going to win. I want in. It's I something in, that sounds like could potentially win a Cox Plate, which I really like. <laughs> I, I like that. Good on, on you, Tracy. All right, Damo is in Lansdowne. What have we got, Damo? How you going there, people? Damo. Very well. There you go. Ah, uh, yeah, it's not like the first caller, but uh, burnt lamb. Burnt, burnt lamb. lamb. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, lamb. My surname yep. is a very easy to work it with, is, isn't yes. it? Damon? Exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> a lamb. bit of uh, an old uh, embers. You know, burnt. Burnt. Yes. I like it. Burning embers. Burnt. Yep. Very <laughs> clever. Hey, Damo. Not bad by you, my friend. <laughs> it's like your Instagram is cooking with embers, That's right? right? So it yep. could be cooking with lamb. Cooking with lamb. It could be. Could be ember lamb. Emberlam, <laughs> an emberlamism. <laughs> I loved that. Another that was one. really good yeah, fun. Yeah, good fun. All right. Well, I reckon we have definitely got some hot contenders for you to join a team of four for Own the Dream, which is going to be awesome. Somebody will win $30,000 towards a purchase of a racehorse. So we, we thought we were going to wrap up um, naming a racehorse with Embers and Katie, but the phone lines went crazy. People want to get involved. <laughs> People want to get involved. We are asking you on 13353 to name a racehorse using Embers and Katie. Yes. Um, in order to score a team of four into Own the Dream, where one team's going to win $30,000 towards the purchase of a racehorse. How good is this? Uh, Jeff from Mandra. G'day, Jeff. Uh, what's your racehorse name? Yeah, g'day. Uh, eight Cash. Eight Cash? Yeah. Okay. Talk to, talk to us uh, about it. Okay, so you got Katie or Kate. Yes, yep. love that. So you take the K off the front, you put it at the end. Yep. Eight K and Embers is like Ash. 
Oh! Yes. Ah, well done. You're too smart for us, Jeffrey. You have got us covered here on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. I'm thinking, wow, does actually Jeff realise that uh, you need to make a racehorse name using Emerson Kate? Oh, he knows. I was like, He's oh, well Jeff, and truly all Jeff's over it. Mister. Jeff's Mister. No, Jeff's too smart for us. I love it, Jeff. Congratulations. That was very intelligent. Uh, Matt is in Valdivis. Matt's what your racehorse using Emerson Kate. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, Matt. Matt. Uh, I thought of Lamberley. <laughs> oh, I like Lamberley. it. Yeah. Yeah. Lamberley. Andrew Lamberley. <laughs> <laughs> Lamberley, that's um, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, very good one. Yeah, oh, well Lamberley. On the outside, here comes Lamberley. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that girl, Amberley, who we spoke to and you kept on Annabelle. calling around Annabelle. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Moving on from that, uh, uh, Paris, <laughs> she's in Linwood, uh, using Embers and Katie. What's your racehorse name? Uh, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Paris. Uh, something simple like Kate's on fire. Kate's on Kate's fire. Kate's on fire, yeah, yeah like yeah, that. Yeah. Ooh, Katie's on fire. <laughs> like that? Kate's on fire. Something like that, Sounds yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, good on you, Paris. Yeah, good on you, Paris. Good uh, one. We've got a lot of people lined up, but I, I think, we're, I think <laughs> we've stopped. I don't know. I guess we've stopped now. Robbie, yeah. Okay, cool. And there's, you've got a lot of children, right? A lot of children that I know about, yes. And surely you call upon your family to help you out sometimes when you need the kids to be looked if after. If I didn't have the support that I had here in Perth, in particular mum and dad, yeah. I'd be stuffed. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that's uh, the case for a lot of people, right? But the internet has been divided. So yep. a Perth woman has taken to the internet to say that her mother refuses to look after her newborn child. So uh, the grandma refuses course, to yep. look after the grandchild. Not her responsibility, but there's a lot of grandparents out there that are always willing to help. Out. Unless she gets paid at least $20 an hour. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Grandma's charging daughter. Twenty yeah. bucks an hour to look after her baby. So the internet's divided that because I mean, look, so a, funny. A lot of people are saying, "Well, she's got every right." Her. You know, absolutely, she, she might be one of those, um, you know, people that are always asking those entitled sons or daughters that go "gimme, gimme, gimme," but don't really give too much in return. Yep. And then a lot of people are just saying, "Well, come on, it's your, it's you know, it's your nana, it's your grandchild. Surely you help out your daughter, you know." Like, so I don't know. What about you? What do you think? Well, I reckon if my parents are listening, I really hope that they're not. If I, <laughs> they charge me twenty dollars every <laughs> single time that I asked them to help out oh, with the kids. My parents would be rich. I'd be broke. <laughs> yeah, They'd be rich it. and I'd be broke. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, let's just throw it out there because yeah. we want to know your thoughts, One triple three five three. Do you charge family members to look <laughs> after children? Do you think this is unreasonable or are you on board with it? Mm. Bianca from Mount Azura, what are your thoughts around this? Uh, I think it's pretty poor for her to ask for 20 bucks an hour when I can't even get anyone to help me with my kids. I'd, I'm mortified that she would do that. I know. Yeah. It is It is hard, isn't it? Because you kind of, you, you tend to rely on your family so much. You don't realise how much you need your family. And so then to say, oh, actually, yeah, I'll do it, but for 20 bucks an hour, yeah, it can, it can sting, can't it? Yeah, I'd love a village. Give me some babies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know people do take their family for granted, that's for sure.
Dave's in Hammond Park. Dave, what are your thoughts on this? How you going, guys? Hey, well, Dave. my quick story is that uh, I had two daughters and I said to the, me mum, I said, listen, we need you to mind the girls while we go get our tax done, yep. you know, so they can just have a sleep because I only like one and three. And she said, no, nobody looks, I don't look after anyone's kids anymore. I said, what do you mean? She goes, oh, yeah, everybody knows. And I'm like, really? So hence, everybody knows. So hence... <laughs> I moved to Perth, and the old bag hasn't seen it for nine years. So I cop that old, old bag. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Oh All right, Mum, God. you want to charge me yeah. <laughs> to look after your grandchildren? That's fine. Catch you later. See you later. Good on you, Dave. Hashtag burn. All right, Yazo, Yazo from Beachborough. Um, sorry, am I saying your name correctly? Yeah, Yazo. Yazo. What are your thoughts? Um, I actually think it's okay to even ask your husband to pay to look after the child. Your, you paying yeah. your husband? Pardon? <laughs> Getting the husband to pay for you because you're staying at home. You don't get lunch breaks. You don't get toilet breaks. <laughs> so right. you, 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 want, you want your husband to essentially pay you to look after the children that you both have? <laughs> yes. Am <laughs> I asking for too much? Yes. So what about the other way around? Can I ask my wife? For money to look after our kids? Oh, Embers, don't go there. Only if you are paying her when she's looking after them. Nah, Which is she's got them a lot longer than me. 99.9%. That doesn't actually really work too well. I'm just sort of crunching the numbers at the moment, yes, so, and uh, it's a no-so for me. <laughs> hey, um, Embers, I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind because I've just read it on Perth Now. The world's most identical twins, Anna and Lucy, are yeah. from Perth. Right? And identical from Perth. The to... world's most identical twins. Yes. Okay. What do they look like? Um, Out of 10, what'd you rate them? No, I don't do that. No. That's um, degrading personality. Women. Personality? Yeah, great personality. I've never yep. met them, Embers, but maybe we will have them on the show at one point <laughs> because the famous Perth-born twins, yep. they are the most identical twins in the world because they use the bathroom at the same time. They eat the same amount of food. They share the same fiance. His, what? His name's Ben. Yeah, the, shout out to you, Ben. They share the same fiance. Oh yeah. This is a true story. They. This is a true story. Perth now wouldn't lie, surely. <laughs> they cut their hair the same. They dress the same. And now on their uh, TV show, Extreme Sisters, on the TLC network, season two, episode two, which is called Womb Mates, which I originally thought read Wombats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're now. Uh, on a journey to share, to get pregnant at the exact same time. This is wild this to is, me. This is strange. This is actually, they're on, they say they are in sync with everything, even ovulation. So, so this is. How do they, so hang on, they share the same fiance <laughs> yeah, and they want to get pregnant at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I know what you're saying. It might not happen at the exact same time. One might be a couple of seconds earlier. Early. <laughs> Strange. So, but can you imagine that? Like, you do hear these stories. I know. You don't really expect them to be from Perth. No, I know. No, and no, that's this why is like, that, you know, actually, somewhere in America. That blew my mind. I, yeah. I had no idea these two girls are roaming around. And hey, Anna and Lucy. Have they got you, an Instagram page? If you're listening to the Rush Hour, 13353, <laughs> we want to unpack this. Uh, oh, fun fact the boyfriend, their, sorry, their fiance is also a twin. Oh, Hang really? On a so that, why wouldn't you just go one of each? That, that's just the most logical thing to do. We need to get to the bottom of this yeah. at some point in our show. Where are they? Um, are they here at the moment? 
<laughs> Why do you talk to me as though you think that I know them? I'm literally reading this for the first time. Oh, but the other twin isn't in on the action. Uh, okay. So one of the twins is really keen. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's obviously got a partner somewhere else. I mean, the, the fiancé who's got, you know, Mate, this two is a women. TV reality show He's written all over it. Yeah. He's in a throuple. We were talking about that. Yeah, we were. Anyway, uh, one day we might actually unpack this on the rush hour. So here's the exclusive. You would have seen Aussie football superstar Sam Kerr has just been in Perth recently. She has, yeah. Back her, to see her family. US player girlfriend, uh, Christy Mewis. I think it's Mewis. I'm not entirely sure, but Christy. We call her, right? Good player, so, Christy. Yeah. So they have um, done an in-depth interview um, recently about how they first met, how they yep, fell in sure. love, all that. So um, they basically confirmed that they first became aware of each other while playing for competing clubs in the National Women's Soccer Fair League enough, yep. in the US back in 2019. So then they sparked up a conversation online, as you do, slid into each other's DMs. DMs, exactly. Yep. Um, but due to COVID restrictions, they were forced to sort of get to know each other other just online, yep. right? Which okay. isn't really, you know, that different these days. Lots of people are getting to know each other online. So when they first got to meet each other, there was a quarantine. So the first time they ever met, they went into quarantine together and spent two weeks. So they were stuck together. They were stuck together. For two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it got us Fair thinking, enough. one triple three five three, those unconventional First yeah. dates. So one of the first dates that my wife Katie and I ever went on, like, was fine for us. But what was a little bit awkward about it was that one of Katie's mate's dads noticed us at the bar and just came and sat down with us and basically didn't leave and spoke about his golf game for the entire <laughs> date. <laughs> and I, and I, I said to Katie, he said, oh, yeah, I'm playing off 14. I had this shot, this par three. And, I, you know, everyone was, you know, hitting seven iron. I hit, you know, nine iron because I'm a big hitter. It's like, thinking, hey, nobody cares. What is going on here? <laughs> but, <laughs> All right, one triple three five three. We want to talk about those unconventional first dates. For your call, you can score yourself a $100 voucher to the Claremont Hotel. It's now open with the family-friendly courtyard, rooftop terrace, dining room and public bar offering plenty of spaces to enjoy the produce-led food and drinks menu. A few years ago, my friend had met this guy yep. online and he was American, right? Yep. She booked a trip to go to America and so the first time they ever properly met each other, she stayed with him for a week. She actually got on a plane and went and met him for the first time. Correct. Are they still together? God, no. Um, <laughs> He's serving two life sentences for uh, double murder. But anyway, besides that, yeah. No, I know. That <laughs> actually went gracious. It went terribly wrong, really, because all he wanted to do was sort of, you know, smoke weed and she wasn't interested in that. So, really? yeah, but, you know, of course she didn't know Did that they when not, they met online. Well, they could have actually found out what your hobbies are like. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, like I like smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel from Wellard is on the line. All right, Miguel, tell us that unconventional date. Did it involve yourself? Yes. Sort of. Right. Um, so <laughs> I was dating someone else at the time. Mum and dad were coming back to Australia from the Philippines. Yep. And they, dad's got a habit of talking to strangers. <laughs> and um, one, of, one of the strangers was this um, little Filipino girl. And um, they're talking and talking and showed her a picture of me. And they came back home and they're telling me, oh, I met this beautiful girl, you know, she's lovely. And I wasn't really interested at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're with someone else, yep. Yeah, sort of. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, um, they, I picked them up from the airport and we were sitting down having dinner and they showed me this picture of this girl. 
I'm like, oh yeah, it's not not bad. I'll I'll take that, thank you. And then we started talking and talking and um, skyping at the time. And then um, I ended up booking a trip to the Philippines to see her for um, I think it was about a couple of months later. Yeah. And um, <laughs> she worked at the airport, and the flight that I came in on was the flight that she was handling. Oh. So, um, I I walked off the plane like literally out of the door of the plane, and she's standing there at the door of the plane, wait, wait uh, waiting for me. Really? So. Um, yeah, so that's how we first physically there you met go. in person. Wow. And, um, and what is... 14 years later. You're still oh. together? We're married with two lovely oh. kids. Oh, beautiful story. And what did the girlfriend that you were with have to say about that? Was she on uh, the same flight? It wasn't really a, a girlfriend. She was just, you know, one of those friends yeah, yeah, that yeah. You, you know. She's moved on. Yeah. And so have you, haven't you, Miguel? And, Great and call. <laughs> Before, all right, RJ is in Upper Swan. What's your unconventional first date, RJ? Well, this is how I, well, pretty much she's the reason I found out about the whole situation. Um, basically, I was in Melbourne and she's in Perth and COVID hit and we are bored. I was on a lesbian, like, Facebook group and sending like shitty lesbian memes and (laughs) (laughs) she DM'd me and then we started talking and then we went on a FaceTime date. Yeah. And yeah. You know, you know what? All relationships in 2023 start with a meme, I reckon. Mm. <laughs> That's just It really <laughs> does, and it helps when it's a really good one, but then it helps when you, like, get really drunk on Green Fairy and just admit that you love them two weeks later. <laughs> oh, really? Have you, uh, are you still hanging out with her, Green RJ? Fairy. Um, I came after lockdown finished. I got on a plane straight away for what was meant to be a two-week trial. Yep. And two years later, I'm still here and we're engaged. Oh, oh my God, there you go. Two good stories we've heard oh today. Oh, my God. Yes. Amazing stories. They were both fantastic. Well done. A Fremantle Football Club's team photo day today. Now, read into this what you like, but mm. normally what happens is on the team photo day, you've got the coach, yep. right? And you've got the captain on one side and you've got the vice captain and leadership group all in the first row right, together. right. Now, Fremantle haven't actually announced who's going to be captain this year. There's been a bit of speculation that there could be a change. Well, in today's photo, Uh Justin Longmuir, he's sitting down to the left of him. Nat Fife. Nat Fife. And then Alex Pierce on the other side. And then it's also made up with Andrew Brayshaw, Caleb Sarong, Hayden Young and Luke Ryan, in my opinion, Mm. which makes up the six-man leadership group. So... I'm not going to speculate, but I will say on the back of this photo, maybe Nat Fife may be leading Fremantle in 2023 with Alex Pierce being his deputy. Well, you heard it here tonight. Allegedly. 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 We can't get into trouble there. But they have been holding off naming the captaincy with Nat Fife, haven't they? So by the looks of it, maybe you've nailed it. Embers. What do you reckon? I reckon you're right. Let's go with it. Absolutely. Uh, Fremantle, we'll wait to hear from you shortly. Definitely. All right. And tomorrow, guess what's back? Wine for a oh. wine on a Wednesday. You want to complain? Yep. You can score yourself a bottle of wine just for doing so. We'll see you then. It's the end of the world as we know it. 92.9 Triple M Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.